On the sixth topic, 10-minute episode, we'll be talking about the UFC coming back, how some schools are handling their senior class, and the NBA announces 25-day proposal. NASCAR driver Kyle Larson got into deep trouble the other day when he used a racial slur in an iRacing event that was being streamed on Twitch. Apparently, he thought he was off-air and used a racial slur while he was venting his frustrations for poor connection. That's when the other drivers in the same race let him know he was still on air. Larson drove the number 42 Credit One car for the Chip Ganassi Racing Team. In 2013, he was NASCAR Nationwide Series Rookie of the Year, and then in 2014 was the NASCAR Sprint Cup Series Rookie of the Year. Just yesterday, Chip Ganassi Racing released a statement on Twitter saying, After much consideration, Chip Ganassi Racing has determined he will end his relationship with driver Kyle Larson. As we said before, the comments that Kyle made are both offensive and unacceptable, especially given the value of our organization. As we continue to evaluate the situation with all relevant parties, it became obvious that this was only appropriate course of action to take. Kyle Larson also made a statement on Twitter by posting a video where he apologized for his action. He also said, I understand that the damage is probably unrepairable. I own up to that. While it is unlikely he will return to NASCAR or racing anytime soon, he will first need to attend sensitivity training. The NBA is thinking about a 25-day proposal, meaning that once they are permitted to play under NBA Commissioner Adam Silver, teams would have 25 days before the season started back up again. Players would train by themselves for 11 days to still keep social distancing, and finally, they would have a two-week training camp for each team in the league with all their players together. The NBA will most likely start up again sometime in June. As of now, those are the odds of the league coming back. According to the league officials, Silver has also told Executive that everything is on the table. With the NBA losing millions of dollars because of the shutdown, the league wants to keep some of the regular season games. If they start up the season in June, they will most likely have to go right into the postseason. The playoffs and finals normally take about two months to finish. The league has already moved their draft date from June 25th to at least August 1st. Senior ESPN NBA insider Brian Windhorst believes that the NBA would have if the NBA would have to play the finals on opening week of the NFL, they would take it. This is just a rumor like most everything else, but it does seem like all the owners and executives agreed on the idea. Like every other league, the players association would have to say yes to this idea. No word yet on if the players like the idea. The NBA season was postponed on March 11th after Jazz center Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19. When they shut down the NBA, four games were playing at the time. One of the games that had been played the same day was the Hawks versus the Knicks. Vince Carter for the Hawks, who has now played 22 seasons in the NBA, a new league record, made his final shot in the loss. It might have well been his final game in the league. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, 
Let's get back to the show. The current Heisman Trophy winner and the national champion from LSU, Joe Burrow, has said that he will commit to any team that drafts him. He went on a radio interview on Tuesday morning with an ESPN affiliate in Louisiana. They asked him if he would want to go to a struggling franchise meeting the Cincinnati Bengals. Even though he did not mention the Bengals by name, he did say that any team that drafts me will be a challenge and he's up for it. He gave many analysts mixed vibes about whether he wanted to join the Bengals in the scouting combine back in February. All the mock drafts have Joe Burrow going number one to Cincinnati. Burrow is from a small city in Ohio close to Cleveland. He attended Ohio State University in his freshman year and transferred at the end of his junior year to LSU. He left his hometown because he wanted a chance to play more. He was not able to win the starting quarterback job at the time because of senior quarterback JT Barrett. After sitting out one year because of the old NCAA rule that you had to set on an entire season when you transferred, he became the starter for the Tigers. He had a solid first season with LSU, but it was his second year and final season in college football where he took flight. He had an NCAA record with 60 total touchdowns and threw for over 5,000 yards. He took LSU to the first championship since 2012 and the first title since 2008, defeating defending national champion Clemson 42-25. The Bengals have not won a playoff game since 1991 and haven't been there since 2015 which also was the last time the Bengals won their division. Cincinnati has never been a storied franchise like their division rival Pittsburgh and Dallas and never had a consistent model like the Baltimore Ravens or the New England Patriots. Cincinnati Bengals have never spent a lot in free agency or drafted particularly well. When the Bengals became a franchise in 1968, they never got going till the 80s. They went to two Super Bowls where they were beaten both times with the 49ers. After Paul Brown, one of the former founders of the Bengals, their first coach and first general manager passed away and they started to struggle again. In the 90s, they were considered a laughing stock in the league. In 2002, they drafted Carson Palmer from USC with the number one overall pick. With a wide receiver like Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco, they formed a perfect duo. But like most every Bengals team, they couldn't get it done when it mattered most. They never won a playoff game together and Johnson left the team in 2010. Carson Palmer did find new life, though, in Arizona, where he was one game away from the Super Bowl. He was defeated by the Carolina Panthers in 2016. Bingo's longtime head coach, Marvin Lewis, coached the team for 21 seasons. Lewis was finally fired with the team in the winter of 2019. He is the longest coach ever in NFL history to coach a team for that long and never win a playoff game. After that, the Bengals brought in Rams play caller Zach Taylor to be the new head coach. Dana White told ESPN's Brett Okamoto yesterday he intends to plan his next event for May 9th and fulfill his promise to be the first major sports league to return from the coronavirus postponement. However, the saga continues as Dana White does not have a location for the event. Unfortunately, he said that Fight Island will not be ready for at least another month. This was his grand plan to bring foreign fighters into fight without breaking any travel regulations into the U.S. His last fight was supposed to take place at Tachi Palace Casino and Resort in California on an Indian reservation, but the governor of California shut that down. There is a chance that he could host an event in Florida. Governor DeSantios has allowed for the WWE to remain as an essential business, and this allows that organization to continue to film fights. That leaves the door open to the UFC to come in and do the same. The next card will have to be made of fighters who live in the U.S. Brad Okamoto said his sources are telling him that Tony Ferguson has agreed to headline a fight on May 9th. If they can agree, he would likely fight Justin Gagey in an interim lightweight championship fight. Dana White would also like to include two other fighters, Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz and featherweight fight Amanda Nunez versus Felicia Spencer. 
The event would also include Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Anthony Pettis. This is a very deep card, and according to Kevin Lowell of Yahoo Sports, it's the only sixth time in UFC history that there will be three title fights in one night. If the UFC can pull this off, you can believe that it'll be a huge moneymaker. Dana White will be doing everything he can to promote his event during a time which there'll be no other competition on the airways. There have been some rumors that the Miami Dolphins could trade for Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott. The Miami Dolphins have the fifth overall pick and are projected to select either Oregon, Justin Herbert, or Alabama quarterback Tua Tagovailoa. The Dolphins have also shown interest in LSU quarterback Joe Burrow, but would have to trade up with the Bengals to get him. Prescott was franchise tagged last month. Dak Prescott wants the richest contract in NFL history. According to many sources, he's requesting either 35 or 40 million. Prescott is a two-time Pro Bowler and an Offensive Rookie of the Year and is 1-2 in the playoffs. Even though Prescott isn't the most talented quarterback ever, he's never missed a game when he started. Every year, he's consistently thrown for at least 4,000 yards. Dak was a fourth-round selection by the Cowboys in the 2016 NFL Draft out of Mississippi State. He became the starter in preseason when veteran quarterback and now CBS broadcaster Tony Romo went down with an injury. Prescott has started ever since then and has been a great leader to his teammates. There have been many reports that the Cowboys and Prescotts have finally talked about a new deal. However, the Cowboys just signed Amari Cooper to a five-year, $100 million contract for the start of free agency, and last season paid Zeke Elliott at the time the highest paid running back in the league. To some analysts, they believe Prescott could play a Kirk Cousins where he was franchise tagged twice and then signed a massive deal somewhere else. Most Cowboy fans would not be happy with that, but owner Jerry Jones usually doesn't care. The Miami Dolphins are in an interesting position right now. Last season, they finished 5-11 despite trying to tank and get the number one overall pick. They spent a lot of money in the offseason and still have money left over. There have been many rumors that the Dolphins are not sold on Tua Tagovailoa or Justin Herbert. Last year, the report was that the Dolphins were trying to tank for Tua. Even though Prescott to Miami doesn't seem right, it could still happen. To grant or not to grant, this is the question on every athletic director's mind across the country. They will have to decide whether or not to give scholarship to senior athletes who have had their spring sports canceled. Just a few weeks ago, the NCAA allowed colleges and universities to grant waivers for senior athletes whose spring sport was canceled. However, it is up to colleges and universities themselves to determine whether or not they will bring back those seniors and give them a scholarship for another year. Though not every senior will want to come back for an extra season, it will be a very costly expense, especially since most schools have already lost quite a bit of revenue already. Last week, we reported that the athletic director at the University of Wisconsin, Barry Alvarez, decided not to bring back seniors for another season. However, there are a few other schools who are now deciding how to address the issue, but with different conclusions. The University of Vermont will be allowing student-athletes to come back for an extra year, but they have to do it without a scholarship. The athletic director, Jeff Schulman, said if a scholarship student athlete does want to come back for another year, then he or she is going to have to do it in a way that doesn't require the program to go over its already allocated scholarship limitations.